Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for the powerful teaching session last night. For the presence of your spirit hovering over every single person that was part of that prayer meeting, Lord. We thank you for all those that received gifts in the spirit of varied kinds. And we ask of you to reveal those gifts to each one, Lord. That they then are aware of what they have now received and how to use it in your kingdom, in warfare, in battle, and to bless your people. We thank you, Father, for a new day. We thank you for a good night's sleep. We thank you for health and strength. We thank you, Father, that we are alive and well. We thank you, Lord, that you have fearfully and wonderfully made us. So that when we look in the mirror, we give you praise and we give you thanks, Lord. For all that we are and all that you have placed upon our lives. The deposit of your grace that manifests itself in the love that people give us, that manifests itself in the success that we experience, that manifests itself in all the favor that we walk in. It manifests itself, Lord, in everything around our lives, every aspect, our appearance, our families, our bloodline, our church, our community, those that associate with us and connect with us to pray together in faith. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with this prayer group. The privilege to be a part of this family that, mar that marches on towards your kingdom. that spends time with you and in whom you are invested, Father. It is your jealous attention that looks upon this family. We thank you, O oh Lord, for your mercy and we thank you for that grace. We also thank you, Lord, for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts. That which no one can give and no one else can take away. So that when we come into our place of prayer, when we are in our sacred place, we are able to utilize that peace and that joy in our prayer, keeping all our worries outside. We are able to commune with you. And we share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. We share it with all those that are Christians that do not know you, all those that do not want to know you. We ask for your grace, your light to shine upon each of these, to draw them near, that their eyes be open to see your truth, Lord, and be set free. We raise our prayer at this altar in your name, the name of our Father, our Maker, our Creator, the, the Great I Am, the Most High, the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. And in the name of Jesus, your son, who taught us faith, our rock, our refuge, our hope, the light of the world, 
and in the name of his spirit the spirit of light spirit of life the same spirit who raised jesus from the dead powered his ministry and gave the earth its shape and form the spirit of the creator the hand of the father who now dwells within us gives life to our mortal body quickens and convicts us that we are able to see discern and understand the difference between what you have for us and between what the devil wants in order to keep your people confused and in subjection you give us a free will to choose father when we are made alive in the spirit we ask for that strength and that grace to continually every single time choose you over everything else that is of the flesh we thank you father as we make our reflection and our prayer this morning we cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make as well as every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by your precious blood jesus that blood that has won all victories we put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy and perfect will i call the angel of the lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm sin danger accident injury pilfering theft hijacking terrorism and any kind of natural disasters i command that angelic protection in the mighty and powerful name of jesus and we also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11 lord that says as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater so is my word that goes out of my mouth right and each of us say this lord with confidence believing that we have received that it will not return to us empty but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in faith in the name of Jesus thank you lord for that power in our tongue thank you lord for giving us your spirit today we reflect on the fifth part of working on yourself and we have briefly touched upon this topic a few days ago in this series but today i'd like to delve a little more into it the topic is shut your open door doors actually there are more than one avenues through which we let the enemy in and we let them take control over us and it's all in the battlefield of the mind in our thoughts in what we think in what the way we perceive circumstances that we fail to pick up that deception and then the wicked spirit enters in temptation enters in and many times when we do not have that conviction then we end up succumbing to those temptations and much of this topic is based on the words from the words that jesus taught us in matthew 12 verse 43 to 45 and brother vivek touched upon it from the version in luke luke 11 briefly yesterday where these words say when an unclean spirit goes out of a person it passes through 
waterless places seeking rest. Other versions say it passes through arid ground. Dry areas, waterless is now places where there is no life, no spirit. And then it finds none. And then it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And that house is the person, their physical body. And when it comes, it finds the house swept, the house empty, swept and put in order. And then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more evil than itself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. And this is why that resistance, submit to God, resist the enemy and he shall flee. That one, that's, that one statement becomes very important in our fight, in our in, in our uh, struggle to maintain ongoing deliverance. It is not enough to be delivered from that wicked spirit once. They keep coming back in waves. And these demons manifest in the form of negativity, negative outcomes in our life. But they don't come uninvited. They obey the law of permission and authority. They cannot come unless you invite them and that invitation is through sin. They will try to tempt you to sin as that then opens up the door to them. And when you are delivered from that sin, it is important to identify what is this open door. This is where ministering deliverance, if you are praying for someone, for their deliverance, ministering that ongoing deliverance, helping them identify what that open door is becomes important. That sin and the cause of that sin because it is this open door or this sin that brings down the hedge of protection. It is not enough to pray and say, I have the hedge of protection around me. And then on another side, when we have finished that prayer, we just leave ourselves vulnerable to temptation. And that is where today's topic becomes important. Find out what was that temptation that caused you to sin. We must consciously keep searching and ask for discernment in order to be able to see it. And then work towards shutting it down. To remove that temptation from your environment so that no access is given to the one that brought you down the last time. You think that the last time I fell into an addiction. The next time again someone offers that same addiction, whether it is alcohol, whether it is drugs or it's pornography. What are you going to do about it? That is what this is about. Are you going to continue to look at the same pornography again and be drawn towards it? Or are you going to push it aside and say, I shall not go towards that place anymore and delete it straight away? We find the source and that could be a friend. It could be some kind of bad habit, some foul language, otherwise is spirit of anger, overwhelming emotions, slander, hatred, whatever is your weakness that has led you to that in the last time. Strive to find that out 
and then either remove it from your environment or if you can't remove it from your environment because it's present there and it won't go then you remove yourself from that environment if it's a group of friends that are all sharing the same kind of thought it is probably worth you moving on from that friendship if it is bad movies bad other bad habits you make a commitment to move away from them you stop watching those channels on tv breaking habits is not easy but let me give you a revelation here there's two verses i like to touch on for that 2 timothy 1 verse 7 we say this in our i confess boldly and this is the whole underlying purpose to remember that god has not given you a spirit of fear and timidity that you can be intimidated that you can live in fear but of power of love and a sound mind why sound mind so that you can make that discerned decision to turn away you must remember that and work with the holy spirit you keep repeating that to yourself i shall not bend down to that temptation anymore you pray for the grace for it and that spirit of power love and a sound mind has been given to you at salvation second verse is 1 john 5:4 that says everyone that is born of god that is everyone that is born of the spirit the holy spirit overcomes the world and this is the victory that has overcome the world even our faith here i'm reminded of what jesus said to nicodemus unless a man is born of water and the spirit he cannot see the kingdom you cannot come under that government of god that then empowers you to fight against all wickedness everyone born of the spirit everyone born of god overcomes the world and says this is your victory it is your faith that is born out of the spirit then that overcomes temptation the flesh amounts to nothing we see that in john 663 as well so how do you resist that wicked spirit when it comes back you do not resist from the flesh you resist from the spirit and you shut that door you can resist from the spirit when you commune with the holy spirit when you pray with him and that grace comes upon your life you do not try it from the flesh or it will fail the hardest part is being in this world and but not of it that's john 17:16 so we live in the world where everyone carries all sorts of temptations where everyone around you is enjoying alcohol consumption or any other kind of vice and yet you are with them but with them present there but you don't indulge and engage in the way they do we see that in our office colleagues we see that in our friend circles we see that in our families as well but we maintain our personal convictions over certain things we will not do that is us standing our ground and fighting our battles temptation does not hang around far from us it is very up close and personal that is why the bible says we wrestle in ephesians 6 it does not say we fight a battle from long range 
we wrestle it is up close it is hand to hand it is right near you face to face and romans 12 verse 2 is the only way by constantly renewing your mind temptation will keep being fed to it and you keep renewing your mind that then says no i will not you make a conscious effort to turn away from that temptation you keep yourself busy elsewhere you fill your house and the best way is word of god not something else that is of the flesh but something that is of the spirit when you fill your house with that then that is more likely to last and this is where something like fasting also has significance it helps build spiritual will power over ways of the flesh and when your spirit dominates or controls the flesh then your ability to resist and to say no gets better it keeps on getting better that is why some preachers often recommend regular fasting at least once a week as a way of building spiritual strength now let's look at why should that do for that we go back to that verse of the house swept clean but empty that is a delivered person who is rid of the wicked spirit but does not have god's word in him and so he does not know that the wicked one will come back so this person is not alert when that second attack comes or the second round of temptation comes and a person that is not alert cannot find that cannot fight that battle it does not resist to make matters worse that first wicked spirit will bring seven more and that's when disaster strikes for example when a person does not resist alcohol the second time then he goes into overdrive and consumes even more alcohol than the previous time it comes with vengeance and it can come with the seven other wickedness uh, wicked spirits of illness maybe vices anger fights in the family strained relations all sorts of things to stay free from lapsing back into sin and under demonic impression demonic oppression we must push that source of sin in this case alcohol we must push it away make a conscious effort so what then is that walking in deliverance if we are to resist that and stay delivered and free we must walk in that deliverance what is this walking in deliverance identifying this open door and then working with the spirit the holy spirit to overcome it in a spirit led resistance you must hold on to that desire to stay free not just be free once but stay free from it you do not compromise now what makes you think you can do this or think that you can't do this you will find those wicked spirits coming back to you and saying no you can't resist that resistant that that temptation is too strong for you they would try to use anything in your environment including people around you to say come on it's okay this is good or this is normal this is what everyone does there is no harm remember here that you as a believer are given 
the same authority as any preacher or minister. Nothing less. It's not that they carry extra authority and you carry nothing. You are a believer and receive your salvation. You receive his spirit. It is that same Holy Spirit with all his power that has come to you. You are made alive with the same authority. Equal authority, should we say. And just also remember that this deliverance is a process. The transformation won't happen overnight. It won't happen in a day. But if you consciously persist in it and keep resisting the temptation, then what will happen is that temptation will not go away. It will keep coming. But because you have worked with the Holy Spirit, your ability to resist has increased. Your ability to say no to that temptation has now become even more stronger. That when your flesh falls weak and vulnerable, the Spirit holds on and says, no, I will not do that. Remember that it is that door that you open or you keep shut that decides what access they can get. You get to choose if that door will even ever remain open. The idea of walking in deliverance is to permanently shut that door so that no more access is given to that vice in your life. You agree with the Holy Spirit and make that decision. And lastly, remember that when you do make a mistake, for mistakes can still happen. But God is not shutting his door on you at that time. He still leaves that door open. And the only way to re-enter back and quickly before the accuser can start pointing fingers at us is by confessing or admitting before God that we have made a mistake and then repentance. These are our best weapons of warfare in the situation of the fallen state where we have fallen down. But it is important to not let falling become a habit. If we keep falling again and again, making the same mistakes, then it means that we are not learning. And on the other hand, if we take it for granted, saying, let's enjoy now, I can always repent later, and God will take me back. This is like playing with fire. Look at what Hebrews 10 verse 26 says. It says, if we keep on sinning, keep on deliberately sinning, after we have received the knowledge of the truth, then no sacrifice. Now, this sacrifice is Jesus' atonement of our sins. Then no sacrifice for sins remains. Which means your atonement is taken away from you. You are then susceptible and vulnerable to judgment. Verse 27 says, but only what is left then is, since no sacrifice for sins is left, what is only left is a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. So we become an enemy. So the important keys here are be sincere in repentance, work with the Holy Spirit to shut those doors you have left open in the Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that gift of discernment and 
the strength of the grace to resist the enemy until the enemy flees from us, until our resistance power keeps on increasing, until our willpower is strong that that door then we can permanently shut and every other time that that, that, that temptation comes back, we are able to say, no, thank you, go away. I ask for that edification in each of our spirits, Lord. So that every, with that conscious effort, we are able to remove every little such dark corner of our life and fill it with your light through your word. So that our entire being, our entire physical self, as our spiritual self, is illuminated by your light. We become full of light. We reach that point of Galatians 2.20 that by gaining and taking on the nature of Jesus in all of these, by saying no to things that are not of him, that are unlike his nature, we now become to, we now reach a stage where it is no longer I, but my Christ who lives in me and through me. We ask for that edification in the spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray in a special way for all those that are battling sickness and disease this day. For all families that are facing any kind of division or separation, including small misunderstandings. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of yokes of the enemy, especially the attempts of the wicked one to keep your people prayerless and powerless, Lord. There are all kinds of addictions and limitations, compulsive behaviors. We also pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, and that you always hear us. And as we release our faith, making this our prayer of agreement with each other, that prayer made under an open heaven in the spirit will always come back manifested as an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues, especially the ones that have newly received this gift, to unmute and join in. Let us make our prayer in the spirit using the gift of tongues. And make it a prayer of agreement. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, <laughs> 
The scripture that's been put on my heart today is from Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Romans chapter 6, verses 11 and 12, quoted from the Amplified Bible, where it is written, Even so, consider yourselves to be dead to sin and your relationship to it broken, but alive to God in unbroken fellowship with him in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its lusts and passions. And a second scripture is from Isaiah 43, verse 19, quoted from the NIV, where the Lord himself is saying, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
if you are being blessed by these reflections as well as brother Savio's powerful reflections that he shares on all our social media platforms as well as our telegram group please share them with your family and friends and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us and chases and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that we stand up in boldness, we resist every temptation and we carry our testimony of being an overcomer. Share that with others so that as we are blessed, let us then become a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Jesus.